Welcome to another episode of the Physically Jacked Financially Stacked podcast. Today, I've got a great guest who is Mr. Adam Power from Powered Media. Uh, Adam is a friend of mine originally actually introduced in Marbella. He's got a hugely successful uh, media agency and has recently moved to Dubai where everyone who's moving, who wants to take over the world. Uh, so thank you very much for jumping on the podcast, Adam. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. One of the first things I want to get into is when we first met, you told me your backstory of how you became an entrepreneur and started your own business which is probably one of the best stories I think I've ever heard and is super fucking motivational for anyone listening to this right now who is hesitant about like taping the leap and like trying something. Would you mind elaborating on that? So long story short, what happened initially was I got fired from my job. Like I explained, I got fired on a Wednesday, got my last paycheck on the Friday and essentially came home and I back against the wall, took out the laptop. One of those moments where like you've nothing to lose, right? What the hell am I gonna do? And I came across Ty Lopez, which I'm, I hope, I'm sure a lot of people who are watching this would be aware of exactly who he is. Ty basically brought me onto this webinar, right? The usual, the usual funnel of <laughs> that we're all aware of today. This was 2017, 2018, so um, I was completely unaware I was being funneled into a sales pitch, right? But he basically brought me into this system where he showcased how it's possible to create your own income, create your own become self-employed not to have a job because previous to that I failed so many jobs you know I failed as an electrician I failed at driving a forklift I failed in endless factories like I failed so much stuff right so I was like okay I need to I need to just create my own thing because I was sick of failing every failure brought me to the next level of, of, of success right so each was a lesson but eventually uh, got the money together dived in with Ty Lopez um, and essentially started started learning figured out I was uh, didn't know even the term entrepreneur back then didn't know the term freelancer business owner hiring knew nothing about those terms or what they were and came back you know six months nine months had to head down and eventually woke up one day and you know I was actually making progress so I was just kind of learning studying basically reprogramming my brain for such a long time to basically understand how everything worked understand personal development which is something i never came across before because i was going on the wrong path previously right so when i got into this path i picked up speed as fast as i could and i saw this is an opportunity for me to make something happen so essentially kept pushing kept going and eventually got one client got two clients got three clients and eventually replaced my previous jobs with my own job which i became a freelancer at the time i didn't know the term back then but um became a freelancer and just kept uh, kept growing and growing and growing and building, building, building best I could from there. And long story short, ended up in Dubai. <laughs> Came to Marbella first, where we met, and then now I'm now I'm here in Dubai. What would you say was the biggest win in that process? Was it for signing up the first client and then getting the belief like this is something real and can work? Because I, I I remember like yeah. anyone who's an entrepreneur listening to this, we're not mean about terms of like the dopamine hit. You get a fucking payment, clients sign up, be like fucking buzzed. Yeah. But like at the beginning, I remember like I don't know, like selling ebooks or something for like twenty quid. I remember waking up the next day, and being like, "Fuck me, someone's paid me twenty pounds overnight for something, yeah. and I haven't done anything." I'm like, yeah, yeah, "This yeah. is insane." Yeah. Did you have that type of feeling? Yeah, I suppose like when a when the first client, which was right now, everything I do is e-commerce, right? Everything I do is e-commerce. But back then, it was more more local, right? So my first client was a barbershop. And when I had a verbal agreement that I can send an invoice for $400 and I was coming into an account of mine that, that, that I owned and, and that system was there, even at just a tiny scale, I 
ran home and I had endorphins like I'll never experience again. Like that was the greatest thing ever. I was just like, because I heard Steve Harvey say one time, find a way to make $10. Do that 10 times, you make $100. Do that 10 more times, you have $1,000. Do that 10 more times and, and eventually you get to a million, right? And he's worth 200 million now. So he's just been doing that. So I was like, okay, if I just get one thing going where I make $400 a month and that $400, I learn, I get the confidence, I build. In the future, it can be $800. I remember at, at that time, I think my previous job was paying like $28,000, $30,000 salary. So, and I was super unhappy. Like, I was so, so, so unhappy. I remember having actual tears in my eyes, <laughs> brushing my teeth before going to work because I just couldn't face another 12 hours of this. So eventually, I just knew, foot in the door, and that gave me dopamine and endorphins like I've, I've never experienced before, right? So... Yeah, hundred percent. That's that's a moment for me. I remember something that's interesting. I don't know if you find the same. Is almost at the start, it's more fun and exciting. Yeah, because you can suddenly see the possibility, right? Yeah, and it's. I think a lot of the fun is climbing the mountain rather than getting to the top. And I think yeah. it's those beginning moments you always like. I always remember when I left my full time job, and I was like, yeah. I fucking buzzed and like the rush of like what the fuck, like not knowing of the uncertainty of like the roller coaster of entrepreneurship. Yeah, and as much as it has like. This is what I explain to everyone is there's extreme lows and there's extreme highs about yeah. running your own business because yeah. there's times you feel like you fucking walk on water and you're unstoppable and there's times yeah. like you just want to hide under the bed and you don't want to deal with the shit anymore. Yeah. And <laughs> I think it's the most important word in running your own business is resilience and the ability yeah. just to keep going when things aren't going your way sometimes. Yeah. Um, what were some of the lessons that maybe helped you build up that resilience? So the opportunity for me, I was like, okay, this is an opportunity because I used to always say, so I, I was that kid in school, right? I was that kid where the parent, my parents used to get called at least once a week to be like, you know, have a chat with Adam. Adam can work for two, Adam can do his homework for two days in a row and he's caught up with the whole entire class, right? I, 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 it's never been an, an intellect issue with me. It's always been a lack of interest. So, right? I, so I was that guy. So I knew I just needed a vehicle. I just needed a vehicle and I can create my career because I used to go to the guidance counselor in school and sit down and he would have every single college degree, every single, you know, basically formal education pathway that was available. And I mean, I used to be coming home with a highlighter and she flicking through sheets and sheets and sheets, trying to highlight, maybe I'd be an engineer, maybe I'd do an apprenticeship. And if just had no interest in any of them, right? And, and, that, and I wish I did because I wanted to have an avenue, but I used to always say to myself, something's going to come okay so my parents would say to me you know Adam what are you going to do like what are you, you know you can't you can't just you have to do something with your life okay and I was like don't worry something will come and my parents used to say my mother used to say to me you know Adam what about you know when, when you're in your 30s and you have a family you need to be able to afford to take your family on a holiday you need to be afford to make sure they have a good life and I was like that never even entered my mind to worry about that because I know I just need a vehicle and that vehicle is going to come okay so when I got fired from that job and Ty Lopez came, it was like... This was, it, was it a paid ad that came from you? It was you? a paid ad, yeah. of course it was. That's ironic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was YouTube, right? So I clicked the paid ad on YouTube and it brought me in and I was like, ding dong, could this be a vehicle, okay? And I, I, I always used to say, when my teachers in, in school are, 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 you know, parents, or even, you know, friends in school who were like, you know, trying to say, oh, you're going to be on the welfare forever. Do you know, jokes between mm. friends, whatever. Um they used to say things like that to me so i'd say no 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 there's going to be something come my way and i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to latch onto that and that's going to be and then when i got fired from all these jobs literally back against the wall nothing nothing to to work towards a bell went off and said this is the avenue i've been waiting for my whole life for 
and I dived in. So that resilience came from the opportunity that I saw. Could this be it? Could this be where I can get, you know, a career path and, you know, have a vision to, to be financially free or, or, or be successful in the future through this career path? And it's not formal education, it's my own thing. And then that, that opportunity built my resilience to make sure that I'm never going to let this surpass me here. Plan, there's no, I tweeted yesterday, I never met a successful person with a plan B. It's, this was just... It's this or nothing. It's this or nothing. It's this or, it's this or B. Or go back and find another factory job for the fifth one in 12 months that I've been fired from. You know, it's like, this is the only thing that I can do. And then I latched on, the resilience came and I think my parents, people like that, saw a spark in me. Okay, he's really serious about this. Okay, because there was like a three or four month period where people thought I was in my bedroom playing video games all day. You know what I mean? Whereas I was in my, my bedroom reading, thinking, go rich, trying to find money together to buy uh, another book or, or, you know, find YouTube videos and stuff like that, reprogramming my brain. Um, and eventually I just, that resilience came from, from seeing the opportunity in a year's time. Because I read a quote from, it was in The Secret actually, and a guy said, when you shine the lights in your car, they only go about nine to 18 feet, okay? So when you shine the light in your car, you can only kind of see a little bit ahead, but you can drive at nighttime from New York to LA with that with that same nine to 18 feet of, of light. And I, because it, the next 18 feet open up as so As you said, move along. Yeah, as you move along. So I said, okay, here's my big vision here. And my big vision at the time was making, my big vision at the time was making the same $28,000 salary from my computer. In 2017, that was just completely on a different stratosphere of my existence. So that was my biggest goal. Right? So I said, okay, one foot in front of there, 18 feet, 18 feet, 18 feet. And I started to move towards there. And I eventually got there within nine, or nine ten months, whatever. So opportunity came and I, ne I, I said, I'm never, I regret this for the rest of my life because I see people on YouTube all the time. I would have saw the people of, on, of the YouTube game living what could have been me. And I would have just became a sour person for the rest of my life if I saw that. Do you think that's what a lot of people are like? Yeah. So you like, obviously respect that you coming from Ireland, and I don't know if it's saying that. I think in Australia they call it tall poppy syndrome, where like basically like anyone who steps outside of the fold and like goes and tries to bet themselves, everyone tries to drag down. Yeah. Is that something that you've come across with your own success? Yeah, of course. I mean, like I remember the first time I because I had I had, my business was about a year old before I even put my name put the Instagram handle into my bio. I remember put, I remember I was in the gym and I was I was like oh, today's the day I'm gonna do it. <laughs> so it was like because again I think Ireland might be a very much a lot like that. Ireland's a small a small country right. There's four and a half million people in Ireland. There's seventy plus in in the UK right. So it's a small. It's it's Ireland's a massive massive town when you think about it. So basically I, I was kind of obviously fear of being judged. My biggest fear was telling people I was there and because entrepreneur is like a buzzword on YouTube at the time right. I, my, 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 my biggest fear was telling people I was an entrepreneur and then two years time being back in a factory and people saying ha ha he thought he was an entrepreneur you know that was yeah. that would have kept me up at night time right so um, yeah I think there was a lot of that so eventually when I put the name out there I'd never told anybody outside of probably five to six people what I was working on until I had it made until I had an, a salary an income coming in from what I was doing so I kept it super quiet until it was real and then I knew no one no one could really say anything then because I've already made it happen are you still driven by that fear of going back yeah of course I mean fear of failure is one of the biggest motivating things ever right and having again the opportunity because right now again it's the same 18 feet it's the same 18 feet every time so my my 
it, my, my vision now down here is is is, is obviously a million x times what it was when i was looking for the 30k salary initially but i'm still i'm still just going there i'm still just going so i st it's still the person who's five ten years ahead of me i don't want to be watching them in five years time think i could have been on that level but i never did this i never did this i wasn't serious enough for the six month period or i was fluting around in marbella all summer last year you know i don't want i don't want to i don't want to go so that that fear of me being unhappy for that the future period of my life really motivates me to, to get it done day to day really how would you suggest for anyone listening to this that they use the same approach of looking like 18 feet in front of you because i quite like that because i think one of the biggest things i see is people are at chapter one but they look at someone at chapter 12 yeah. and then they they don't understand what it's taken to get to there and also the yeah. person you have to become to go from chapter one to 12 yeah. like you to go from nothing to a seven-figure business you as a person completely have to reinvent yourself in terms of the way you, you think feel and run your entire life yeah. and i don't think a lot of people recognize that yeah i would like comparison is definitely the thief the thief of joy you know i definitely I definitely wouldn't be judging myself. I, I I would look at someone and say, okay, what's his circumstances in life? Did he start the year too earlier than me? But timing is a massive thing, you know. Timing is everything. I, th I think the yeah. more I don't even agree. The more experience I've got, the more I've realised how important that is. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So timing, experience equals luck, right? So like that, it, the more experience you have at the right time will bring you. You'll be more lucky every time. So. I, I would look at someone and say, okay, he was lucky. Okay, a lot of things fell into place. Don't compare yourself with him. You know, don't compare only compare yourself with who you were yesterday. And then like, there's a great book, The Compound Effect. I know you read it. Like that book is just like, okay, one percent better every day is like thirty-seven times better at the end of the year. So it's like, just keep getting one percent better. Don't worry about other people, right? Obviously, it's good to have a competitive, competitive edge, and good. It's good to be competitive, but never get yourself down saying someone's ahead of me and if someone is ahead of you use that as your deep i call it deep demon energy right use that as demon energy where like you're surviving off four hours sleep for a week because you're you're you're, you're catapulting yourself three months into the future so yeah uh, for people who are, who, who are looking like that use that, uh, that that's a good thing okay if, if you're if you're feeling some sort of negative way because someone's ahead of you that's a good thing that means you've more potential in you that's not coming out yet and it's, it wants to come out now it's your job it's letting you know it's there you now need to bring it out so i would i would i would class that as unfulfilled potential but don't ever let don't ever let it get you down there is people who are doing this a long time i did fail everything in the past i failed the dropshipping store even before i got my first clients i did veer off and start the dropshipping store start to try build shopify websites they failed so that brought me back onto this path and I got so like there's so many different failures everyone has different failures um so I just kind of wouldn't wouldn't I just wouldn't really compare myself it's it's gonna do you no benefit it's funny what you said because I use something similar in terms of a way to motivate myself sometimes it's like uh like writing a list of haters so anyone who's fucking pissed you off I or, or gives fuck me I got a whiteboard I got like fucking five six names on there yeah. and literally like if you ever need a bit of motivation and like those motherfuckers yeah, like yeah. and that's what you need sometimes and like Tim Grover talks about a look in this book The Relentless is like using your dark side yeah. and like everyone who has a dark side you've got yeah. something in your closet yeah. that like I use in the gym sometimes I'm like when you're fucking you're searching for something you like just think of something fucking you hate and yeah. it just brings that like energy yeah. that you never knew you even had yeah and, and 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 that's a blessing that energy is a blessing because i definitely I, I have that you have that a lot of people have that and like that's what the story about lamborghini how lamborghini was made because ferrari said 
you know we've the best car and he went away and built a Lamborghini right so like you know yeah that's that that that's a super super valuable thing I need to read that book actually right? yeah, yeah, but yeah. I have that on my notes in my phone I have from 2017 2018 I have a, a list of probably 12 13 people that were like you're stupid or this is not going to work or you know who do you think you are type thing and I was like you'll see I like that the uh, here's a really good tip for anyone listening to this as well like and I give this to a lot of people in the mastermind is that if you're ever struggling like mentally with motivation get two books by Tim Grover Relentless and Winning yeah. just read a chapter and your fucking brain is like yeah, you just yeah, want to yeah. fucking I've take on the world that. I've, heard that. I've heard that a couple of times yeah 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 Kobe Bryant Michael Jordan yeah yeah, yeah 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 and it's uh, just changes the way you think about things yeah and also like I think the big thing particularly now the world's in a bit of a turmoil, turmoil time um, yeah. which we've come into but I think seeing challenges and opportunities is a huge thing yeah so even in terms of like if you're running a business right now and it's not doing quite as well as you'd like yeah. the seasons of businesses in terms of sowing and reaping in my opinion we're in a season of sowing more now yeah where it's not as easy as it was to make bucket loads of money as it was yeah like the two years after covid yeah so it's almost like getting your ducks in a row so when yeah. harvesting time comes around you can fucking harvest loads yeah. and you're, then you're winning yeah exactly i would completely agree I mean, obviously, being in the e-commerce space when everyone was was locked in their house, online shopping was was through the roof, right? So, a lot of people were just making so much money at that time, you know. Cause people, a lot of people, were still getting paid working from home, so the economy was still there, but the only way to spend money was online. So, that was a crazy time. So people were really scaling brands back then, but obviously that that died off. A lot of people didn't adapt, and they're kind of gone really back backwards now so yeah 100 I, I like that term so on a reading seasons do you think that this is something interesting i think i've started to notice that the window post covid gave a lot of businesses a false like propulsion in terms of how quickly they grew yeah and now things are normalized yeah it's pulled them back a bit is that something you've seen in e-commerce yeah massively massively yeah huge i think people were were used to just having endless amounts of sales every day right not even e-commerce crypto everything else that that people were in everything was just going up anything everything, any, anything like, but that's why it's the easiest way to money you, you put money lose. in anything you couldn't you fucking could, lose you couldn't lose yeah 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 so obviously being in marbella seeing people making so much money from crypto i never bought one penny of crypto i never bought anything so people so many people were just growing in different avenues that everything was just going up everything was just going up but I knew that was going to come down. I knew that was going to come down. So I didn't want to be so diversified. But when it came down, a lot of people were just confused for a long time. It took like a lot of time to, to adapt. Whereas you just need to you just need to get your ducks in a row straight away. And it kind of maybe something similar now, where it's like you know a reaping period. And it's, but it's going to be a, a sowing period soon. So it's it's just it's just that seasonal transition. How, do you think there's any way to learn that as an entrepreneur other than going through it it's like one of my favorite expressions is like pain is knowledge really fast right so for example when crypto was at its peak i was up like 700k nearly a million or something and i was going to sell it on my birthday and then yeah. or at least half of it birthday's 18th december 10th december crypto market dropped like 15 20 percent yeah and i was like i'll wait it'll come back it never did yeah, yeah um yeah. I bought loads more now and it's sort of coming it will sort itself out yeah. but I don't think there's really any other way to learn other than going through experiences yeah. like that rather yeah. than like if you set yourself 
to do something, you have to fucking do it regardless of what goes on outside of the world. Because particularly when you start putting money into situations, you make bad emotional decisions. Like for example, the other day crypto went up, Bitcoin went up loads. And I was like, I bought loads at the very bottom. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna sell it. And I was like, wait, like I was really tired. It was late at night and I had my phone out. I was like literally about to press sell. And I was like, it was like six figures worth. I was like, just fucking sleep on it, just stop. <laughs> yeah. And then it went down a bit and then it's gone way back up again since. And I think one of the lessons I've learned the last year or two is to take longer making better decisions yeah. rather than rushing into things, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. That's a very, very good point. And like, you don't, you don't learn until you make a mistake until you buy something that, that doesn't that doesn't bring ROI or you lose money somewhere and you're like okay I need to be I need to check and triple check and triple check again before I invest in something like this again um, that comes from experience as well it's like Warren Buffett's two rules for investing don't lose money and number two don't lose money <laughs> so uh, do you what's your busy, biggest mistakes you think you've made a business so far biggest mistakes or biggest challenges you've had um biggest challenges I've had so I kind of I think I struggled with not now but over the years I've definitely struggled to, to build a team it, the right team I struggled to to you know find the right people I struggled to recruit and maybe I struggled to have like the best system for them to perform at and do what they do best so I think it's a team building initially in the first two years was very very tough for me very very tough like I think it held me back a lot so team building something that definitely comes to mind um, but then just minor mistakes like I make a minor mistake every single day probably you know I'd probably make one between now and, and tonight I'd probably make a minor mistake but yeah different different mistakes every single day in regards to all different areas you know but again it's all a learning curve don't make the same I, I will not mentally note myself not to make the same mistake twice you know it's like the hot stove <laughs> <laughs> you're still gonna try it's when you go people come out in restaurants like don't touch the plate it's hot I'm still like yeah. I still want to touch it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, um, what would you say has been the big thing that's helped you in terms of improving your knowledge and like running your business because you, you don't just learn that overnight right and I, I think yeah. that a business will only grow to the level of the, the CEO or the, the person who's running the whole thing yeah yeah so I'm, I, I, I think I'm, a quality that I have is I'm very self-aware. So I know if I need to figure out something, I'll spend the time figuring that out. Like I won't watch Game of Thrones. I've never saw Game of Thrones. I've never saw any of them things, right? So I know if I have to study something, I will, I'll figure, I'll study that exact thing. So I take time in the morning. Like I have my, my you know, 60 minutes in the morning. That's my time. I, 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 I sit there, I think. Sometimes I journal. I, I do what I need to do and I really get like clarity on what I need to, to study. And then... Ty Lopez has something called that I've adapted into all our uh, coaching and training programs now called edutainment, educational entertainment. Instead of sitting down and watching a pointless movie, now that, that's totally fine, watching a, watching a movie that you enjoy, it's entertainment, right? But if you're in a certain position in your life or your business that you need to crack a code, you, I'm sorry to tell you, but you don't have time to be watching two and a half hour movies. You need to sit down and find something entertaining that's also educational. So a vlog, a podcast, uh, an interview process, you know, a documentary that will answer a question that you have and bring it into your entertainment, edutainment, ed- education, entertainment. So I'll always be like, okay, tonight I need to study that thing tonight. And then when I'm at nighttime then or if I'm out for a walk, I'll find a video, a podcast, a YouTube video, and I'll just watch a couple of videos on that exact thing. 
and I'll pick up the knowledge that I need to pick up those little the golden nuggets or the aha moments throughout the day when you're like, aha, I got it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so make sure you have them. It's, you. it's funny you said that because I listened to, listen, watched Gary V video yesterday and it's a prime example of that. Something you, interesting you said there, so your, your morning time, is that something you do religiously every day? You just have an hour where you just think, yeah. make notes, just sit? Every single day, never, ever. What time's that? Uh, my alarm goes off in Dubai, 6.45. Okay. Alexa shouts and roars at me every morning at 6.45am until I get up um, so 6.45am I spend 10 minutes getting ready spend 10 minutes you know brushing teeth washing the face getting dressed and then around around 7 to 8 that's that that that's my time that's when I, I journal I, I study something I read 5 or 6 pages um, I'm on like day 14 now of meditation so on the Headspace app for the 14 day streak um, which that's something I've always been trying to get into. Um, then I spend ten minutes planning the day, and then I, then I start my first work block. What um, What's the main thing you're focusing on learning at the moment? S- uh, right now, this very moment, my main thing that I'm is our education platform. So I've been studying Discord for a, a good couple of weeks right now. I've learned a lot on Discord. So again, every night before rather than watching something on Netflix or you or whatever I've been on I've been watching Discord videos how can I build a community for our students how can I make sure it's super super valuable what do people need and I've been kind of built all that out and by the time this podcast comes out it'll probably be live so Discord is something that and building that community element I want my a life goal of mine is because you've heard me talk about Bob Proctor a lot um, in Bob Proctor's lifetime he's had like 50, 60,000 students me being one of them and he has a massive community of everyone who benefits from being inside there and helping one another and it's like if you leave everybody with the impression of increase that'll come back with you so every time you meet somebody increase their life in some way shape or form and that's something I've adopted from Bob and that's why I want to build a community where I leave everybody with with an impression of increase and that's kind of a massive goal of mine the last the last percentage of my life where you know, I'm 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 old. My days are numbered. I want to be I want to be thankful and fulfilled, and leave a mark of thousands of people that I left them with an impression of increase. So, community aspect is something I've really been studying the past past six or seven weeks. It's interesting. That's one of the biggest things that we I focused on in building the mastermind seven fixed scaling systems. And yeah. one of the things I like to explain it is like, as entrepreneurs, you're like lowly entrepreneur island. You're on your fucking own. Like you yeah. feel very isolated. Uh, a lot of people say if you're an online coach or you, you work from home alone as well, right? So it's yeah. a very lonely existence. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I yeah. think it's so important to have a community and be a part of something yeah. because not just to make more money, but to also be around other people who yeah. have the same challenges you do or understand the, the bottlenecks or the struggles or where you should focus because yeah. one person says one thing to you can completely change your perception of a problem or also yeah. help you blow up your business. Of course. And they're going to be your best friends for life. These people are from all corners of the world. They're coming. They all get attracted into this community from like-minded energy, and everyone just instantaneously clicks because of the same values, same interests, same beliefs, same visions. Everyone helps each other. So these are all my best friends now in today that I've met through community. And then your community obviously expands through other people's communities that cross over, and and, and that's how networking comes in. But a hundred percent. If you're in a business, you does no need to be lonely. You can have your best friend that you've never met can become your best friend from a WhatsApp group. 
or from a Discord or from a, a Facebook group, whatever the case may be. Some of my best friends today, I could fly anywhere in the world right now and, and go into any country and I'd have someone to go meet from online, from the online world, from the online network. And they're some of my best friends in the world. I haven't even met some of them face to face in real in real life, but that's you know it's. I think that's the reality of the gifted situation we are in now. That the opportunities people have to be able to do that because yeah. thirty, forty years ago you couldn't do that. Like no, you, you couldn't absolutely. you couldn't start a business online. You want no. to start a business, you need to fucking rent a premises. You need to do all that bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When you're fixed to a location, yeah. you can only sell to people within twenty five miles of where you, yeah. you're based. Yeah. Whereas now you have the op- the world is your shop window. Yep. You can sell products to pe- you sell products to people who are all over Australia and the US from the Middle East as we're sitting here. Mm. <laughs> That's never been a thing up until now, for the first time ever in the history of recorded human human history. So it's it's such a great time, and people need to. I recommend all the time. People need to capitalize it. What are you good at? What are you passionate about? Box all that up, and someone needs what you have. It's just that simple. Well, one thing I always ask people think for people to think about is like, what problem have you solved for yourself? Yeah, has someone else got that problem you can solve? One hundred percent. Couldn't agree more we've all been through something in our life we've all been through we all have a skill we all have unique talent develop your talent and bring it to the marketplace and people people need it like Bob Proctor again going back <laughs> for a second time Bob Proctor says God's gift is to give us with enough talent and ability than we're ever capable of using our gift to God is to develop that talent so if we develop that talent the world needs the talent like you will be as you build the talent you'll become more valuable and when you're valuable then people will will come to come to you for that particular value so what would you say is your unique talent i think i'm a visionary man i only realized this like a month ago i think i have a vision i i have i have i think i can build a vision i think i have an imagination and intuition and in my intuition i think i can have a vision here again like the like the car thing with the 18 uh, feet 18 feet ahead I think I can have have the, the vision here and then I can work backwards, connecting all the dots backwards from the vision to, to bring it to life. So yeah, I think I think I think I have a vision really. That's I only know I only not What what not triggered from. you to discover that recently? Um I don't know. Like a lot of the stuff that I wanted to happen over the years is all to- like don't I mean don't to a, I mean like don't to a T like I mean don't like an exact style of apartment I mean like an exact office an exact network group an exact relationship like all of the things that I've wanted from the, the first years they've all happened like like crazy stuff right they've all happened and I've just built the vision and I've committed to the vision I've stayed on track and I've moved towards it it has moved towards me and I, I feel like I, I just can put pieces together to to create a vision that I have to become delight. And for example, this this Discord, for example, this community that I'm building, that was a vision of mine 18 months ago. And Bob Bob Proctor passed away in January 2021. Um no, sorry, 2022, last year, last January, so like 15, 16 months ago. And at that moment I was like, I'm gonna I need to bring this vision to life. So that's kind of it it's it's kind of semi to life right now. So this time next month I'm hoping it's 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 a reality. So I, I feel like just building that vision um is kind of my a talent that I've developed. Did you ever think your vision would be you living in the Middle East? No. Yeah, sorry, yeah I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Genuinely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have a vision. I used to have again, 
on the, the, the coaching programs, but Proctor again, but the coaching program is you have to just have a vision board. You have to have a vision. So I used to- Do you have like, a vision board now? Yeah, yeah. But I had to make a new one twice over the past three years because everything has happened. For anyone listening, did you make that in Canva? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you don't want to get back. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not, it, it's, it's just, it's not fancy or anything. It's, it's very simple. But one of the, so I, I moved into my dream apartment in Cork. That was again that in Cork in Ireland. That was again my first vision board. That exact apartment. I mean, like not even the building, the number of the apartment. Because my bedroom that I had a screenshot of my vision board had a view of uh, a building and the exact view from the screenshot. I moved into the exact apartment, not even the building. And the building had like 270 units in it, right? So when I moved in there, I was like, okay, I was in there for four or five months, COVID came, I was like, okay, I need the next thing. What's the next thing? So I built the vision board and I took a screenshot of sun. I was like, I just wanna be in the sun. And eventually about two months later, I I got added to again a group from a group that I was in to come to Madrid. I was like, yeah, yeah, 100% go to Madrid. Didn't like Madrid. Ended up in Valencia to meet another group. Didn't like, didn't like Valencia. Got a text. You're flying around Spain in a car. Why don't you come to Bar- Marbella? It's all open. Everything's here. I was like, Marbella sounds amazing. Let's go. Six-hour drive down to Marbella. Came in. That exact. I, I drove past that exact house. Not only did I drive past that exact house that was on my vision board, I met the real estate agent selling it in my first two weeks in Marbella. So then I, I, I feel like that vision- Was that Playhouse.uk? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. No, I, I never moved in there. Okay. I never moved in there yet, yet. So it's still on my vision board as a, as a villa I want to buy in the next couple of years. But I drove past there, but that got me to the sun. So when I was, you know, I wanted to live in the sun, okay? I want, I, cause I want, to, I want to travel, I want to move to different locations. And that brought me to Marbella. Previous, I never even entered my mind to go to Marbella. You know, in Ireland, we, we go to hol- on holidays to Ibiza every year or Santa Panza or whatever the case we never ever considered Marbella but that I put Marbella on my vision board and then I ended up in Marbella so um, yeah like just crazy things you know would you recommend a vision board for anyone listening to this I don't, I don't think you can succeed without one I don't think you not, not even a vision board like that's again I said like my imagination is my faculty that I've developed whereas I think you have to have some sort of of, of target right like if you if you walked out here, walked down the street, and you asked a hundred people what's your goal, people would be like, "What was this guy talking about?" And then if you find someone who has a goal, is it written down? Show me it. They're gonna be like, "Yeah, I got my three big goals, my whiteboard." Yeah, like yeah in front yeah, of me, yeah. I look at every day. So it's a super. And I write it down the start of every day, like yeah. three things I want to achieve. Yeah. So this, what I say to people is, this depends on your level of seriousness. Are you serious about about, about making a change, about getting to where you want to be? And it's like, if you are, you have to you, like what what does it want to be no non-benefit to having a vision board like there's going to be no no net negative from having it you're going to have you have to ha- it's going to be complete net positive build a vision like you become what you think about so like think about the vision how can you get there start thinking of ideas Li- be more attentive listening what what are people saying could some piece of information spark an idea so if you are serious about things yeah have a vision board if all the winners of the world have a vision board you, you need to have one too. Success leaves clues, right? Success leaves clues and just remove your logic. It sounds so stupid, right? Have a vision board. Like, I'm gonna look at it. So my teenage girl. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it sounds it sounds so stupid, right? But a lesson in, in the person, you have to remove your logical brain. Your logical brain only ever got you to hear. Your logical brain will hold you back because your logical brain keeps you safe. Your logical yeah. brain doesn't want you to fucking start a business. Exactly. It doesn't want you to go 
like move across yeah. the world, it wants you to stay in a little safety net of where you're from. And if yeah. you listen to your logical brain, yeah. you'd still be in Cork and Ireland. A hundred percent. If I listened to my logical brain, I would be just still bouncing around different factory jobs and I would be majorly depressed, majorly depressed. Like that was when I was 21, 22, I'm 26 now. I would be very unhappy. I would start becoming that sour guy looking at people that I could have done that, I could have done that. So eventually, sorry, I do recommend having a vision board and I do recommend having a goal and, and, and success leaves clues. Make sure that you are, you're doing what successful people are doing. Remove the logical part of your brain and start moving towards it. I had a mentor back in Cork for about six or seven months and he was like a super successful uh, financial services uh, guy and he used to do a lot of Tony Robbins stuff. And I used to be like, okay, he's doing all that and he's successful. The people who are saying it sounds stupid because it does sound stupid. It sounds completely stupid. It, it, it does when you say oh, visualize something or, or an affirmation. I'm not saying you can't just wake up and visualize an affirmation, then sit down and watch movies all day, right? You have to actually move towards it just as much as it moves towards you. But I could say, okay, he's doing all this. He's got a boat. He's got two holiday homes. He goes on holidays all the time. He's He has a brand new Mercedes every year. He's watching Tony Robbins talk about the same stuff from a different angle that I'm watching. I just came across Bob Proctor. I just stumbled across Ty Lopez, Bob Proctor were my two go-tos, right? So he just stumbled across Tony Robbins and he just done everything Tony Robbins says. So just remove the logical brain, do what they say. Like I used to say to people like, if if if, if Bob Proctor or Ty Lopez taught me stand on the side of the road and jump up and down on one foot, I would have done it. Like it just whatever they said do, I just did. And it worked every single time. Whereas so many more people, I'm not say I'm not doing that. It sounds stupid. You you can't. Your logical brain will will, will stop you. Like it, it doesn't want you to to do things that are uncomfortable. So yeah, I think just remove the logical part of your brain and get to work. And I think it's one of those things you don't know what you don't know. So you don't know yeah. why Ty Lopez asking you to jump up and down by the side of the road. Yeah. Like you you don't know. So just do the fucking thing. Yeah. And like we get it from our mastermind point of view. Sometimes people don't do what they're told to do and yeah. then they don't see results. Whereas the ones who do, kill it. Cause it's like, yeah. when you know what works, it's really yeah. easy. It's the same as a fitness perspective. Yeah. Like we have coach, coaching clients. It's like losing body fat is really fucking easy yeah. and really simple, but people just can't yeah. execute and actually do what they're told yeah. to do and adhere to the process. Yeah. And what it is, and here's here's the deeper part of all that. What I, what I figured, I was like, we all know how to lose body fat. We all know how to get in the best shape for life. We all know if we want to scale our business, we need more clients, more systems, whatever. But we don't do. So there's a gap between the knowing and the doing. And by you visualizing, you're telling your subconscious mind that you're deservant of that, and you'll start doing, you start, your knowing and doing gap will start closing. So you have a knowing and doing gap. That If that starts to close, you'll start to tell yourself, oh yeah, your, your mind will start to agree that, yeah, you can be this guy, or this is for you, or, or this is your pathway, or this is your plan. Your logic, your logic will start to go away and you start closing that gap and it's your image of yourself will start to move towards it. And I think that's what people, people just, again, you don't know what you don't know, just like you said. So no one knows about that extra level, but that extra level actually explains quite a lot. And that's what I've learned from, again, from my research, basically. What's the five-year goal for you at the moment? Sorry? What's the five-year goal for you at the moment? So a five-year goal, I want to have a couple of, I suppose home so I want to buy land back in Ireland in the next 18 months maybe two years maybe and start building my, my dream home there um, and that'll be like you know raise a family 
you know that that will be the the place like that would be my, my my home do you think you'll move back to ireland at some point no i won't live there a lot i'll just have the house there and i, I that i retire there basically that that would be my that would be my base that'd be my irish base whenever i'm in ireland that's my home i stay there five or six months of the year um i also as i said i want to buy a villa in marbella so i want to kind of have two or th- two or three different homes um and then just 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 i have a lot of goals in my mind but i really want to i really want to kind of keep setting the foundation and have again like i said a massive community that's a goal of mine i want to have a massive community i want to have a phenomenal company the brands i own i want them to be in a really really good position i do want to employ everyone in my network like i want to employ family members i want to give careers to 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 my siblings and 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 to help people as much as i can for them to become a part of of what we're building as a whole and yeah eventually you know move back home to ireland when when i'm a little bit older start you know i, I want to have a family i want to have have everything i want to have you know to host tick the all the boxes tick all the boxes yeah 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 continue my bloodline <laughs> so then moving to Marbella to dubai yeah. What did you? What drove the move there? What did you like, dislike about Marbella? What do you like, dislike about Dubai, if anything? Um, so in Marbella, I suppose I was in. What happened in Marbella is I, amazing house, but what happened was it was a, a little bit of. I just had a rough patch. Everything was going wrong. A couple of private things that were going wrong ended up in the doctor. I had like my my mental health wasn't in a good position for like three or four months. Um, and I just kind of needed a change. And then actually two nights in a row, someone tried to break into our, our house. So the first night I went downstairs, someone was literally putting something into the door trying to snap the lock. And I came down, turned on the light and they ran away. The next time someone was pulling the window, I can't remember what happened, so two nights in a row. So I ran the landlord I was like, look, I'm, I'm not staying here because we there was like nine brand new bills. And I think like four or five out of the nine had been broken into. And it was like, perfect house so I was like okay something it, it didn't not, nothing felt right my energy was off I couldn't sleep it was a horrendous time so I needed a change um, and basically just had a lot of friends in Dubai I was like it just sounds it sounds like the future it sounds like for me it so it sounds you know like the place to go so that made it just made me think okay I need to get there I need to go there so um, came here loved it had to fly home then just to take care of a lot of stuff and now I came back just after Christmas. But the difference between the both, I suppose, is I think Marbella is more of a playground, maybe. I think there's a lot more, like... People don't seem to work in Marbella, no, really. No, 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 people don't work in Marbella. Like, again, I literally felt like an alien sometimes working in Marbella. <laughs> so, again, I never struggled with that discipline, though. Like, I, and it's more enjoyable for work. If I'm at a beach club on a Wednesday, I'm I'm agitated, I'm, ang- I'm anxious, I can't relax. I, it's totally unenjoyable for me. I just might as well go back to the desk and work, right? Because I'm just not mentally there anyway. So eventually, sorry, essentially the Marbella was just kind of not really a fit. I don't feel like it's a growth place. place. It feels a bit like a retirement place or like party place, right? Yeah, or if you're a content creator, you know, that that's an amazing place to go. It's If the gyms are amazing, the network is great. It, it, there's great restaurants, there's a lot to do. But if you're like, Serious about businesses. Yeah, like 60 70% of my life is sat at my desk. Or like I go from my desk in my office in my spare bedroom over to my kitchen table on the laptop. Right? So on the weekdays, that's about how exciting my life gets. Um, 
so but I feel Dubai is very much more future thinking it, it, people think bigger you, when you walk down the, around the marina or my building and your building who are next door to each other like you look up and you're like whoa what the fuck is this yeah big here someone's thinking big here this is it's it's very much it's very much the future like there's there's a, a fantastic network here there's something to do every night and it's like when I'm when you're back home for example I was back home for three months in fourth quarter last year okay you wake up you work eight ten twelve hours you do your normal day's work then there's not much to do after and it's very hard to recharge or stay inspired stay motivated because when you're finishing work back home you're kind of just you don't really do much you might go for a walk go to the gym come back again watch a movie watch a podcast and you're kind of ready ready for bed right it's kind of the days just kind of all blend into one whereas out here when you do a day's work you finish there might be a dinner you know we every week we're going to a cigar lounge we're going renting cars we're going to the palm we're going to doing different things all the time and it's kind of it's that recharge slash inspiration that keeps the energy going really do you find the more this is one of the things I think I've learned the hard way and is that you need to sometimes work less to get better results out of yeah. yourself because yeah, 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 yeah. I can fucking grind myself into the ground yeah. but I'm not productive the results of what I do are shit my yeah. decision making is really poor yeah. whereas almost it seems sometimes the less I work the better I seem to do and the better I seem to perform because I can yeah. think more clearly and I'm more efficient in terms of the way I work if that makes yeah. sense yeah I completely agree completely agree I think I, I heard someone say I don't know who it was but someone said the, the comparison of uh, like Rambo coming in right it's spraying everywhere it's, it's, it's going crazy or then there's like you know um, Jason Bourne yeah sniper so it's like do you want to take t- take out the objective but leave a huge mess or do you want to step <laughs> back a little bit be f- you know fully ready prepared and strategic and boom take out the target from that way <laughs> this is an interesting thing though because I think at the beginning of a business you have to be fucking Rambo your yeah, Gatling yeah, gun yeah. it's fucking hustle 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. but as the bigger the business gets <laughs> you then if you're Rambo and you're fucking Gatling gunning people you start Gatling gunning yeah. your own staff and causing problems yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. you actually can create more problems in your business yeah. with that approach rather yeah. than like taking a step back and like slow smooth smooth yeah. fast like being specific and thoughtful with your actions which is why I really liked what you said in terms of sitting down and like just thinking yeah exactly thinking is, is the mo- thinking is the highest capable thing we're able to do like the only thing that separates us from a, a cat or a, an animal on the street is, is thinking we have the higher faculties that we can we can think we've your will imagination intuition etc so we can actually constructively think and most people actually don't think you, you you can actually constructively think like mental mental activity is not really thinking all of our brains are going all the time there's information coming in everywhere but if we're actually not super focused in actually strategically critically thinking we might make the wrong decision so i bought an ipad on the ipad i'm logged into anything no social media no work on the ipad i just have my a good notes 2.0 app and i have a kindle on the iPad so in the morning there's no laptop there's no phone you're not a fan of pen and paper no 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 <laughs> I didn't feel uh, techy enough with pen and paper so I have everything in the iPad and I have again my vision board on the iPad I have my notes in the iPad I have uh, I, I save articles all the time and just 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 save them as a document and I read back in there every Kindle with a thousand books there so I do spend like 30 minutes in the morning on the iPad but then I I, I would map out what I need to do and try to go into that Jason Bourne mode throughout the day so that's super important the critical thinking 
I, th- I think I know what the answer is going to be to this, but before you go into thinking mode, do you not check email, WhatsApp, Slack, no. any of that shit? Yeah, yeah. The hardest thing ever to do. But like, this is actually probably the biggest challenge in entrepreneurship. And yeah. actually, being in Dubai for me makes it worse. So when I'm, yeah. I spend a lot of time in like Vegas in the US. When I'm over there, it's cool, right? Because our most of our sales and stuff done by 3 p.m. That, their time. Uh, and then not stress the rest of the day and whatever's happened's happened. Yeah. I wake up the next morning, we have we don't really we don't take calls overnight, there's no sales, so I'm not like looking for anything. Yeah. Whereas here, I wake up and like all of our stuff's happened overnight. Yeah. So yeah. you're either like you can either start your way day like super pumped or you're yeah. like really pissed off. Yeah. And <laughs> that's one of the really important things in terms of talking about like the emotional roller coaster of yeah. being an entrepreneur is like learning to understand to handle these things. And yeah. the bigger your business gets, the more that pulls you up and down, I find. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, again, that would that would drive me mad too. If you need to go in every morning and see what happened the previous day, I would need to. <laughs> that would be a, a difficult thing not to, you know, log in and check every morning. But what I say to myself is, in the morning, if I look at this, for if I spend the first thirty minutes or forty five minutes on my phone first thing, I will be messy throughout the day. I will be like more distracted. I won't be super focused. Like I won't have that critical thinking done. Um, Whereas if I just do everything in my willpower to not look at my, my phone or my emails or anything in the morning and have this little bit of me time, I have a much more relaxed throughout for the rest of the day. Um, so yeah, it's super hard, but it's gotta be done. What would you say is the biggest challenge you have as an entrepreneur? The biggest challenge I have as an entrepreneur? Um, I suppose like dealing with a lot of pressure, I can't really switch off, right? Because yeah. Like it used to be one company. Now we've we we've five companies now. So it's like it, there's a lot there's a lot going on in different areas, and it's very hard to kind of fully switch off. It's very hard to, to you know, like oh, when I was lying in bed last night, like half half eleven, I had to I, I forgot one thing I had to do, and I had to get up out of bed, go back in, turn on my work phone, send a voice message for two minutes, and then go back to bed. Like I and but then you can't really sleep because you're still thinking about sleep, it. And then yeah. forty five minutes flew by, and, and I, that took out of my sleep, right? So yeah, definitely switching off. I would love, like, I see I see some of these people on YouTube there and like the Maldives and stuff like that, and I'm like, you're going next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's your switch off time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I would love to like, I might be going to actually in the next month or so. Do it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I just kind of, I need more. I need to actually, I need to get more strategic in my. I need to get more Jason Bourne style because I'm just used to like. Like my mother calls me like a, a problem solver. I ne- when I was younger, I nearly create a problem just so I can solve it. I'm a bit like, that. but but this is interesting. I think all entrepreneurs are like that because we yeah, like yeah, fixing yeah. shit. Yeah, 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 fixing shit. It's so almost like, if everything's going really smoothly, it's boring, it's which so is boring. which is wrong. It's like what 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 do you do all day, right? So it's like, yeah, it's like kind of be more strategic. But yeah, a, li- a little bit more more. I I I I, sh- I want to take more time off now. This this time around. I mean, I'm five years in now. I should be able to to take you know a week off here there and everywhere whenever I want to so it's actually one of the weirdest things is I think I did last summer it's the these for four days didn't have my phone on yeah and it, like I'm not gonna lie the anxiety the first day or two was insane right I'm like yeah. fucking twitching yeah and like <laughs> but uh after day two like the world continues I'm still alive like yeah, yeah, yeah. and then ironically like I like logged into my laptop in fucking the airport at like Marley airport in Maldives and I was like fucking logging in and everything continued as if I wasn't there yeah. like, as if nothing happened and then yeah, yeah. but then you also start to think what the fuck do I do all the time because yeah. like the business runs fine without me being there you told me but, this uh, but I seem super busy so yeah, I'm like yeah, what yeah. am I actually doing like yeah, yeah, yeah. You and, that, and that's when you sometimes think 
do you, are you becoming a busy fool and creating yeah. stuff for yourself to do? Yeah. Which is what I know if anyone listening to this probably does. Yeah. You do the fucking roulette wheel of like Slack, email, WhatsApp, fucking Facebook, Instagram. You go yeah. looking for stuff to yeah, fix yeah, yeah. rather than yeah. being proactive with things. Yeah. Slack warrior. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I completely agree. I definitely do that sometimes today. I definitely am in Slack, you know, reading over a channel that I'm out of the loop on and I'm putting in my two cents here and I'm putting in my two cents there whereas I'm just like the team like they, they have a cover like you know they, they're doing an amazing job everything's been done to perfection it couldn't be done any better and I just need to kind of just leave it but it's just it's just I can't it's like the it's like that rope right you just can't you can't let go of it so yeah one last thing what's your opinion on what's going on at the moment in terms of like economic issues obviously what's going on with the US dollar yeah what are your thoughts on that so that's terrifying it's terrifying I try not to just. I try not to let the the worries of tomorrow. I read a book from Dale Carnegie called How to Stop Worrying and Stop Start Living, because when I, I probably a, need to read that. To yeah, it's a good book. It's a good book. Le- Lesson one is about how to keep your life in daytight compartments. So every day should be airtight. Okay. Never think about tomorrow while you're in your day. In your day, and it's, it's it's quite helpful. So I try not to worry about tomorrow, but it is definitely terrifying because again, okay, I don't know how. Political, we can get on. Yeah, I don't even say it a lot. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but uh, like when you look at it, the U.S. dollar being being in trouble, right? That like there's a lot of everything's backed by the U.S. dollar from from oil to the euro to the pound, AD. Like it, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit crazy, right? So if that loses power, like does inflation go up and up and up again? And it's like what is the new what is the new currency? And the power follows the control of the currency, right? So what's that unfairly unknown is there what's going to happen um and like again the powers of the world are able to sanction each other sanction other countries due to currency control so if they lose currency control and they can other countries who can step out of line and we don't know what that can happen in the economic world again i'm not an expert in anything this is just again my own research and keeping up to date but what's going to happen there is is totally unknown and that's kind of some I don't know. Nobody actually knows, but it's something to kind of keep keep your ear on a little bit. So I definitely think there's a lot of fear in the world. I think there's a lot of fear in the world. I think there's a lot of um, just unknown, really. So again, I'm just air to airtight compartments today. Don't want to go tomorrow. Um, that's one of the things I was trying to just like focus on what you can control it's why I never yeah. gave a shit really about politics or anything like that like yeah, same. I don't know yeah I, I don't the Rishi Sinek the Prime Minister I don't even know like yeah, as far as I'm because I couldn't give a shit about who, who's in charge because yeah. they're all the same and it's not gonna your life yeah they're not going to change my yeah. life and yeah. it is what it is and same as whoever becomes yeah. President of the United States like yeah. it is what it is and exactly there's doesn't no make point any difference yeah. to, to my day to day life mm. so I'm not going to get bogged down and not gonna let it not gonna let it steal my emotion and my energy throughout the day. Same with COVID. If when people when I hear people honestly COVID is super, super, super bad, okay, let it be bad. I'm like, it's not it's not gonna I'm I'm still gonna go to bed tonight, I'm still gonna eat my dinner tonight. Like I don't need to carry around this extra level of fear on my shoulders for the rest of the day because COVID is bad. If it's bad, let it be bad. Like and that's why I don't watch I haven't watched the news and probably six years I'd say seven years well maybe once or twice checking in over 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 COVID or if it's just on or whatever but I just don't need you just we just don't need that extra level of fear or worry in our lives I have enough to worry about in my little Adam Powers if we're <laughs> there 
So, uh, what would be your one final piece of advice for anyone listening to this who's been inspired by your journey, my journey, and is looking to start their own business or get success with their current online business? Look, if you're looking to do it, like, what have you got to lose? Like, I think most people, I think, I, I genuinely think people, and I, maybe I used to think this myself, so I used to think that when you get to the end of your life, okay, ah, you're like, ah, next time I know what to do, no different. You, there is no next time. This is it. Like, we're at it now. It's it's now. It's go time now. So if you want to start a business, you have to do what you want. You only have, you only have one life. Like, you know, you're going to regret it in the end if you don't anyway. So I always just think, heaven and hell will be before you die heaven and hell will be the last the last stretch of your life do you want that to be sitting there somewhere with no real friends or maybe your family is you know whatever the case may be of 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 regret and unhappiness or do you want to live there fulfilled excited blessed you know staying there like you have to do what you want to do from from today to then so that that, that's what really motivates me is to, to, to stay there but I mean, like, you, if something's inside you, right? If something's inside you that wants to come out, it's, it's, it's you know, p- people who are w- watching this, if you want to do it, you you know that it's it's there. You know it's probably there for a while, or else you wouldn't be watching this podcast. You wouldn't be watching particular YouTube videos. You wouldn't have an understanding of the books that I mentioned throughout this thing. You need to, you know, it's there. You just need to pull it out now. You need it's time to pull it out. Like, there's no, there's never ever ever going to be the perfect time. It doesn't even exist. So if you can just start now with what you have make a decision and then literally your life will, will will change from there so my my you know my advice for people is to just get started again go back to steve harvey he made ten dollars ten times made a hundred dollars ten more times made a thousand ten more times ten thousand just start small snowball effect compound effect and just Execute. Execute, man. Execute. You just get it get get started. <laughs> awesome. Where's the best place for anyone to find out more about what you do, Adam? Um I suppose Instagram would probably be best. Adam Power nine six. Um on Twitter, Adam Power two one, Adam Power twenty one. Um and my TikTok I'm getting someone on my TikTok, so I can't <laughs> I can't figure that out. I'm too old for that now. <laughs> so uh, I should be on TikTok soon. But yeah, Instagram or our, our, our Twitter would be best awesome thanks so much for your time for everyone who enjoyed and loved the podcast make sure you leave us a five star review if you're watching on YouTube make sure you subscribe to the channel and I'll see you next episode very soon thank you